right, welcome in, welcome back, everybody, to a Notre Dame program momentum five-step check edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, thank you for joining me. You can find the program on YouTube. Do hit subscribe if you haven't yet, and if you get through the video and you approve of the content, go back and give it a thumbs up. I appreciate that very much. Notifications on so you're alerted every time new Always Irish information drops. Twitter, search bar, Always Irish, or at JKZND4. Emails, alwaysirishnd at gmail.com. Audio only, anywhere you want me, you can get me. As always, merchandise link below in the description. So, I have returned from a week's worth of vacation in mostly sunny, often rainy Florida, a lot has happened since I've been gone. Recruiting stuff's gone on. Getting out of my normal routine is good because I'm in a new environment and I have some extra free time. I'm not at work dealing with all that. I'm laying there by the pool at my brother's place in Florida and I'm just marinating Notre Dame thoughts, sitting there thinking about stuff, um, show topics, just my feelings overall. It was a nice little pause and reset for me to to kind of let some things marinate, okay? And, and so we're going to go over kind of where my mind's at right now with this program in particular this summer kind of the vibe and where I feel that we're at. So before I do that, one thing is I mentioned that I was going to post a Bush Push documentary that I was going to run when I was gone on vacation. I decided to hold off on that. The effects of that are going to hit harder if I hold it off until USC week this fall. So I battled back and forth and what I wanted to do. I feel bad that I brought it up to you guys and then didn't deliver. I just think it's going to hit harder saving it and releasing it during USC week in the fall. That's what I've decided to do. Okay. But I want to take time today and discuss program momentum. Okay. Some markers of this are really evident and playing for everybody to see. You don't need to be a football expert to be able to gauge these certain markers. Games won recently over amount of years, titles, playoff appearances, playoff wins, recruiting indices. Those are fact-based, easy ways anybody could look and see how all programs are doing or zone right in on the one that you're most interested in. There are some evident and clear marking points of where you are in the college football hierarchy and where your momentum is moving, you know, kind of neutral up or trending down going into next year, the next couple years. Okay. Where I think things get really interesting is measuring some things that are not exactly measurable. And I know that sounds kind of am, am, ambiguous ambiguous, just kind of like it's hard to measure things that aren't right in front of you all the time. But I think there's little things you can look at if you're paying attention that kind of indicate to you where your program's going. If you followed Notre Dame enough, there's just these mood swings, these, these program vibes 
that you have throughout periods of time that just hit you a certain way. And, and if you follow Notre Dame really closely, I think you could feel that. You could feel it on social media. You could just get a vibe of the fan base on where they're at. You can even get a vibe from the coaching staff and how they present certain things. Kind, kind of what that momentum's feeling like, right? And where this gets really interesting is where we're at right now in the state of college football overall with so many changes in play. We're in an off season. There's no actual tangible football going on. But you have these major C changes with the playoff committee and the new formatting. The uh, image and likeness laws that are changing everything and have been all over social media since earlier this week. Um, if, if you've been following me long enough, you know I am generally a glass half empty guy with Notre Dame. And for very good reason, in my opinion, I was four years old the last time this program won anything that mattered or that I care about. Four years old. It has been nothing but heartbreak and disappointment for my entire cognitive existence on this planet. So forgive me that I'm always predisposed to wait for the next bad thing to happen. Okay? That's been my experience. I am not my dad's age where he grew up and Notre Dame had all this national respect and was winning championships. That hasn't been my Notre Dame experience. I love him with all my heart, but it's ended in heartbreak every single year that I can remember. Every year has ended in disappointment. Every one. So I am predisposed to wait for the next bad thing to happen. A bad loss to happen. A bad call to happen. Whatever. Because it's been my experience my whole life. So I am predisposed to protect my emotions and expect bad things. Or if not bad... Not as good as I want them to be, okay? If not terrible, still, at the end of every single year of my existence that my brain, whatever's left of it has worked, has ended in frustration and disappointment. So forgive me. That's, that's my default position. It's all I've known. It's all I've known. That being said, keeping that in mind, that I'm not one of these sunshine rainbows, four-leaf clovers coming out my backside when it's not warranted. I'm not one of these guys who picks Notre Dame to win every game just because I want Notre Dame to win every game. My brain doesn't work that way. I'm too logical for that, okay? Understanding all of that, I feel about as good as where this program is right now than I can ever remember being in my life. Now, the reason I gave you that emotional preamble is because this means something to me. Being the way I am and, and the predisposition I have to expect failure, frustration, and falling short 
from my whole experience with this program in my life, the fact that I'm sitting there in Florida last week, laying by my brother's pool, just looking at the blue sky, and I'm thinking, man, I feel really good about where we're at right now. That really registered to me because that's not a natural feeling I have about this program regularly because of the reasons I stated. It takes a lot to get me into a mental and emotional space to where I can logically, literally line this up and say, I feel really, really good about where we are right now. And I genuinely do feel that way. And it's a little uncomfortable and exciting at the same time. But for me to get to this point, things got to be going pretty darn good because I'm Captain Skeptical, Captain Glass Half Empty, waiting for something bad to happen guy with this program. So for me to be in this mind space, there's a lot of things going right. I got a five check program check here that I'm going to go over and tell you where I'm at that has informed my emotion and my feeling in this regard. I got five bullet points I want to hit on, and we'll get into that now. What are these things that are rattling around in my brain that, that make me feel like this arrow is pointing straight up for the future of this program currently? Let's start with number one, recruiting. The 22 class is currently number two, heavy on the four stars, which I love, okay? I know the class isn't over. There's still work to be done. It's hard not to like where we're sitting right now, number two in the country, okay? And, and some of the talent we're bringing in, it seems like the staff is upping the ante, and I love to see it. Recently, Bellamy, Tui Alamaka, Craig, Heinish, recently in the 22 class. And in 2023, Keeley and the big ticket, Vernon, he's getting his own little show because that's its own unique dynamic that warrants its own time. I'm going to do a little show specifically on his commitment, what that signifies to me, because it is significant. That's going to get its own show. I also understand from what I hear, there's at least a few more silent commitments for 2022 that are going to be coming out soon that is only going to bolster this class ranking up even more. So we have those coming, right? It's hard not to like what we have going in recruiting. My favorite part is starting to get more guys that the likes of Ohio State and Alabama are interested and want. That is a very, very good sign that you're upping the ante. You're going up an echelon in the caliber of guys you want when those teams are interested in your guys. Now, while I love this overall, because I'm me, I still need to get this out, okay? I can't go a whole show and everything be totally positive. It ain't going to happen. But I need a little more mega star power on offense. They are behind the defense a lot, in my opinion, of overall top-end talent. That's just my opinion, okay? Some of that, we've known the defense is a strength of this program, and they're continuing to get even better 
and the talent they're getting continues to rise. The offensive recruiting needs to match that or get some coaches in there who can match that or let Marcus Freeman recruit offense as well. Like you might laugh, oh, he's a defensive guy. I don't care. He's the best recruiter on the staff. Let him go after your top offensive targets too. So while I like overall what we got going, I still need to see some more of those big gem guys on the offensive side of the recruiting board. And here's the other thing too we need to mention. This defensive talent It's getting ramped up. We're getting better and better and targeting and getting commits from better and better guys. That's fantastic. We all love it. The defense has been the strength of the program for a bunch of years. We all know that. Offensively, keep in mind, without an elite quarterback, it ain't going to matter. And I still 100% believe that. We have already seen what happens when Notre Dame runs into these big moments, big games against great teams, playoffs, whatever. We ride in on our great defense, keeping us in games. The offense has let us down. I am still saying 100%. Without an elite quarterback, forget it. You could do really well, win a bunch of regular season games. You're not winning a title in this playoff era at Notre Dame without an elite quarterback. Not happening. I don't care if you have the Bears defense from 85 out there. Doesn't matter. We've already seen what happens when we roll into those big environments, relying on the defense. The offense has not held up its end of the bargain. Elite quarterback or whatever. You're going to win a lot of regular season games, make the playoff. You're not winning a title at Notre Dame without elite quarterback play moving forward, period, end of story, until I'm proven otherwise. We have all these years of evidence showing what we've been doing and relying on isn't good enough. A good defense, a run-first approach on offense, no, it's just not going to get it done, okay? Win a lot of regular season games that way. I'm not saying you don't, and we have, but you're not putting a trophy in the case without that elite quarterback. So as much as I love the defensive recruiting, that quarterback position has to hit or forget it. Sorry, it's just the way it is, okay? So that's number one. The arrow's clearly pointing up overall in recruiting. Defensively, it's been damn near lights out. I need the offense to pull more star power. I just do. I just do. So that's my one nitpicky complaint about Evan, the number two class. To me, it's defensively star-laden. And I want to see more of that offensively to balance it out. Here's number two. Now, number two is hard to quantify. I do not have a good way to quantify it. But it's a feeling. Staff cohesion. It just seems to be a really strong, comfortable blend of work ethic, personalities, roles right now overall. And again, I lean defensively. This recruiting combination of Marcus Freeman and Mike Elston, 
It's been dynamite. Absolutely dynamite. Freeman and Elston tag teaming these guys. It's been amazing. Those guys are a great dynamic one-two recruiting punch defensively. I'm waiting. Tommy Reese, let's go. Let's go. I just need to feel a little bit more energy from the offensive side of this operation. But overall, I feel like this staff's blending well, feeding off each other. Things are going really good. And again, I don't have any measurements for this. It's just a vibe. It's a feel. I feel like the staff cohesion here helps everybody pull on the same end of the rope, that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. And I like that feeling right now, okay? I don't understand how there's still people. Marcus Freeman keeps winning these big recruiting battles, okay? Most recently, stealing a five-star guy right out from Ohio, and Ohio State's nose, going in there yanking this guy, and I still have people responding to my hashtag, the Freeman Factor, with, he hasn't even coached a game yet, settle down. No, I'm not going to settle down. You know why? Here's what I figure. If Marcus Freeman put up such good, respectable numbers at Cincinnati, there's no way it's going to fail at Notre Dame with access to way better talent. It makes no sense to me that it would not work here. If the numbers were good at Cincinnati, where's Cincinnati? Ohio. You're not getting any top players in state. They're all going to Ohio State if Ohio State wants them. So in your own state, Freeman was dealing with Ohio State's leftovers, put up great numbers, and improved that defense immensely. If that's the work he did there, with the talent he could get at Notre Dame, I have no worries about this. I have no worries And all I do is worry, and I have no worries. All I do is worry about stuff. I have no worries about this. He's going to be really, really good, okay? Each week that goes by, each recruiting story that I hear, I fall more in love with Marcus Freeman by the day. A handshake deal already needs to be in place for him to be the next head coach at Notre Dame. I'm never going to back off this ever, ever. Swarbrick's a smart guy. Brian Kelly has been around head football coaching for four decades. These guys have to know they have a gem in-house right now. And especially for Kelly, He needs to be the one to tell Swarbrick and Jenkins, however long I go, I go. But this guy needs to be next, and we need to do whatever we need to do to keep him here. That just needs to be talked about now, behind the scenes, with all those guys. This guy has the it factor. He 
has it. You can't teach it. You can't grow it. You can't coach it. You either have it or you don't. He has it. He is a future star. He's in your building. Get this done. After the Miami game, my show was an absolute meltdown in 2017. At the Big House in 2019, absolute meltdown on the Always Irish channel after that. I swear to God, if we let Freeman leave and go coach some low-level Big Ten team or something and leave us out to dry when Kelly's done, you haven't seen anything yet. I am absolutely going to lose control. And it's gonna be bad. He's in your house. Don't let him leave. Don't let him leave. But this worry, this worry that, oh, he hasn't coached it down yet. I got to wait and see. That's BS. He did great with less talent at Cincinnati. With our talent and the guys he's bringing in, it's going to get even better. I 100% believe that. Notre Dame's got to get that offense modern and with a quarterback that can make all the throws 24-7 to win a title. Defensively, I don't have those worries. I don't have those worries. So, number one, on my five-check momentum list, recruiting number two, and then for 22, the start out for 2023, pretty damn solid. The Vernon commitment came at a time I don't think anybody was expecting it, even the Notre Dame staff. Now, staff cohesion, I went over that as the second point. Freeman and Elston working together. Let me give you this tidbit. This is such a small little thing, but it sticks out to me and it matters and it's a big deal. When Vernon came to visit, <clears throat> now everybody knows by now, five-star guy, Ohio, thought he was an Ohio State guy, all that stuff. Vernon likes the shoe brand Vans, the Vans shoe brand. When he came to Notre Dame to visit, Mike Elston and Marcus Freeman were both wearing Vans shoes just to show this kid they know about his life and the things he likes. Little tiny details like that make all the difference to somebody like me. I'm not saying the kid chose Notre Dame because the coaches are wearing the same tennis shoes he likes. I just want you to know the level of detail and paying attention to these kids' lives that Freeman and Elston are putting in on the recruiting front. That really stuck out to me. And it's those little extra personal touches that matter. And I love that. Love that, love that, 100%. Elston and Freeman are killing it in recruiting. Killing it. Okay, now, on to number three on my checklist. Number three 
is the image and likeness stuff, okay? Day one that it became legal for players to do this, boom, all over social media, Notre Dame players were posting their deals, okay? Love to see it. Some creative, some unique stuff, branding, logos, who they're hooking up with to work with, okay? I love seeing our guys so engaged so early. Also, Brian Kelly says Notre Dame will be dropping an official program or plan for this soon. Jenkins, Swarbrick are behind it and embracing it fully. This is exactly how I wanted Notre Dame to go about this. Exactly. Support the guys. Let it be known you're supporting it. Build out a program and encourage it. This is exactly the roadmap I wanted to see Notre Dame take, and they're taking it. Love that 100%. It's exactly what I wanted to see them do. Great. Perfect. Love it. Can't wait to see what Notre Dame comes up with officially as a framework program for this. It's a big deal in recruiting moving forward. Number four, most of the offseason news is good. No BS, not a lot of injuries, not a bunch of guys getting arrested and tomfoolery. Yeah, we lost a couple guys to the portal. Nobody I'm freaking out over. So that helps with momentum as well. You're not taking steps back with bad publicity, injuries, guys getting in trouble. That's a very simple thing, but it's important, and it goes into the equation, okay? Number five, I have the feeling that the new playoff format mentality within the program of Notre Dame is, yes, we have an extra game we need to play, but I think the feeling in the program is we're going to be in this tournament every single year. I think they're confident in that feeling that they're going to get spins at the playoff wheel every single year based off the natural talent we're going to have in this program. And I like feeling that vibe. Again, I can't quantify this. I just have a feeling like there's almost an energy that's come out of this. Like, great. We're going to be in it every single year, and we're going to go win that extra game and give ourselves a chance. I like that vibe I'm getting. I like it. So to me, the arrow is pointing up for Notre Dame in a lot of ways. Recruiting's going well. With the caveat, I still need to see some more explosive skill talent offensively. And the elite quarterback is a must. Maybe that's somebody we already have in the program or in a recruiting class. Don't know, but I can't say it till I see it. But there's no doubt. Recruiting arrow, straight up. Staff cohesion. They seem to be feeding off each other very well in their roles. And I feel that vibe and I like it. The image and likeness stuff is being handled by the university exactly how I needed and wanted them to. The off-season news has mostly been positive, not a lot of negativity, okay? And 
the program embracing the new CFP model and looking at it as great. We're going to be in it every single year moving forward. So combining all of those things, I am feeling very, very encouraged about Notre Dame entering whatever this new modern era of college football is going to look like. It's a big change with the playoff model and the image and likeness stuff. Those are big sea changes all over the whole country that affect everybody. I feel like Notre Dame is positioning itself to be able to benefit from these changes. And that's all you could ask from them for at this point. So I am honestly feeling the most encouraged I have in a long time overall of where this program is going. Now, does that mean we're going undefeated next year? Well, no. I'm not just looking at this next year. I'm looking at this overall changing landscape and where I think you need to position yourself to be able to excel within it. And I think Notre Dame's doing a really good job of that. And I'm proud of them. And I'm, I'm happy about it. I feel very good about this direction. Let's keep it going. What do you think?